I recently downloaded the Datpiff app. For those of you who don't know, before like music streaming was like a big thing, um, you know, you'd either get stuff off of, you know, iTunes or you were still pirating stuff off of like LimeWire or Torrents. Um, and then, you know, for hip hop, what the main thing we were using was uh, a website called Datpiff. And they that's where rappers would release mixtapes like them and uh, two dope boys. And there was, there was a third one. I don't remember, but I would always use Datpiff. And um, like, that's how I discovered so many rappers. Like, I mean, aside from that's where I heard all like the Lil Wayne mixtapes, currency mixtapes. This is like early and mid 2000s. Um, this is also like where I discovered J. Cole and. Uh, Kendrick Lamar back when he was going by K dot. Well, actually, the Kendrick thing I got off of a game mixtape was uh, Black Wall Street Volume One, which is awesome, awesome mixtape. Uh, he was on that a bunch. Anyway, I heard him on there, and then oh, I see him on Dat Piff, and he's got a bunch of mixtapes. He's going by Kendrick Lamar now, and you know. Anyway, so I haven't used it in a long time because I stopped downloading music because I've just been able to stream all of my music, so I don't need to like go through that process of downloading it and then loading it into iTunes and then adjusting names and album covers and doing that whole thing anymore. But I don't know what made me think about it. I just happened to check the app store on my phone and there it was a Datpiff app and I downloaded and I logged into my old account. It was still there. All my old mixtapes were there and I've been listening to mid 2000s mixtapes and holy shit. I mean, B and I always talk about it. Oh, B's not here, <laughs> obviously. Uh, it's just me again. Um, our schedules just couldn't line up, and he's real busy with work. I was busy with work, and right now it's just like the middle of the day. I have a, you know, a few minutes before I have to go pick up my son. So I, okay, I'm going to put something out. So it'll be a little bit late today, but we'll still get an episode out today. Um, so you know, B and I talk about it a lot, uh, those early Lil Wayne mixtapes. But um, you know, I haven't listened to them in a long time. And man, I rocked uh, Drought 3, both discs today. And God, that shit goes so hard. And then I was just listening to an old Currency mixtape. Um, yeah, I wish I wish B was here so we could talk about it and play it. Um, I was Maybe I'll play some on my own. Mm, nah, maybe. Eh, I don't know. Anyway, uh, it's just me today. Welcome to episode 84 of the Bombcast. Thanks for joining us again. Uh, if this is your first time, welcome. And either way, if you're listening on some place that has the ability to subscribe or like or share or rate and review, please do that. Um, the rate and the review, reviewing stuff, especially on um, Apple Podcasts or iTunes or whatever, uh, helps bump us up in the algorithm. So hopefully people or more people can find us and hear about us and uh, join the team. 
We're not a team. B and I are a team. You guys who are listening are like just real cool people who know about me and B <laughs> as a team. <laughs> um, what else is going on? Man, I've been running around today like crazy. The, you know, after I get up, I do every morning, as soon as I get up, I do like a cold immersion. So um, I just all the way up to my neck in as cold of water as I can make it. Um, which just because of I don't have like bags and bags of ice I can dump in it every day usually ends up being around 60 degrees. I, I'd like to get it down to 40, but again, I don't have that much ice. Um, so I'll uh, it's two minutes every morning for two minutes. I'll submerge myself up to my neck in a, in a cold bath and uh, you just sit. It's super, super good for you. I've been doing it for a long time, but um, you know, it, it, there's like a 2.5 times uh, increase in um, uh, dopamine. It helps your body um, improve uh, metabolism of um, uh, fat and glucose and it increases brown fat, which is good. Uh, you know, it reduces inflammation and helps with the healing and, and immune systems. It increases your circulation and blood flow. You know, it's it's a meditative practice. You know, you have to work on your breathing and and staying calm under stress, um, you know, because like when you first start doing it, it's just like, you know, if you get into a cold pool or a lake or an ocean or whatever, it's like you, if you kind of inch in little by little, it makes it so much worse. The stress and anxiety of how cold it's going to be causes it to feel so much worse and you start panicking and freaking out. So, you know, the cold immersion every day, it because you're doing it every day, that discipline, it, it really does help and teaches you to just, just get in. Don't drag it out. Just get in and sit. The sooner you can accept it and just relax, let go. So don't try to control. You just let go. The sooner you can do that, the sooner it starts getting better. It stops feeling so crazy and intense. Obviously, you know, the first few times you do it, you're going to really want to work on your breathing. Big, deep breaths in through your nose, out through your mouth. Big, controlled, deep breaths in and out. But uh, yeah, so I start my day with that. And then I get my son up. And then I'm making breakfast. And while he's eating breakfast, I'm making him his lunch for the day. And he had uh, like a winter picture day. So he had a school pictures today. He looks so good. I bought him this like uh, charcoal sweater and he had these black pants on and his cool Nikes and got a fresh cut. He looks good. Um, so he's doing that. And then and I when I came back home, I had a couple clients and then I had like the rest of the late morning afternoon off. So um, in my office or my studio. When I came from my last house, I had made these sound baffling panels. But they don't really, they didn't really fit in my new place, save for one. So one of them I have in my like kind of vocal booth corner. Um, but then there's nowhere else to put the ones that I had made because they were, I custom made them for the space I was in before. And right behind me where I'm sitting is a big window and it has blinds, but like it lets a ton of light in. And obviously for sound, it's not great because my speakers are pointing at it and whatever. But uh, mainly for when I'm doing, um, like YouTube videos, I always have to wait until like nighttime if I want consistent lighting. So then I can just light the room. 
and it's a nightmare. Sometimes, you know, I'm especially I'm doing these uh, music gear review videos now, and um, I want consistent lighting, but that means I have to wait till starting till like you know seven o'clock, eight o'clock, which means I'm recording till you know midnight, trying to come up and play guitar parts at midnight when I'm dead tired. It's just it's no good, and I end up wasting time. And even my uh, and that's at boring gear reviews on YouTube and uh, TikTok and uh, Instagram. And then also for my my business, my you know self defense and fitness stuff at Graham Baker on YouTube and <laughs> at Graham Baker on TikTok and at Instagram Baker on Instagram. Um, when I do a lot of those videos, if I'm doing them in the garage, uh, then I don't worry about it. But when I'm doing it up here in my office, if I'm talking about something, um, then the lighting can be all over the place if it you know if I'm taking too long. So anyway, so I wanted to put a sound baffle behind me and also to block out the light. So I had ordered um, some new fabric that was as close as I could get to the old fabric I had. And then um, it came in today. So I saw that I picked it up and then I ran over to Home Depot and I had excess wood. So I didn't need to really buy new wood, but I needed to um, get some brackets and some uh, screws that would fit. And oh no, I had to cut two new pieces of wood. Anyway, came back, made the frame, just finished uh, upholstering it. And then I need to add some sound baffling behind it. But um, yeah, now I have to do this. And then well, now I get to do this. And then I'm going to run and pick up my son. Super busy boy today. Um, I don't know. I have no idea what to talk about. I wanted to talk about Smile. I had told, remember if you guys listened a couple episodes ago, I had told B about Smile. And he's since watched it. Um, and I'm very eager. We've chatted about it, texted about it a little bit uh, offline. But um, I was really hoping we would have time this week to record so we could both get into it. But that didn't happen. But needless to say, I'm very excited about it. And if you haven't seen it, I do recommend watching it. I've said that already. Um, I really loved it. I think it's fantastic. I've recommended it to a bunch of other people. Most everybody has really liked it, um, except for two of my friends. One of my friends, I told her to watch it and then she went and saw it with her boyfriend and they didn't like it. Um, but, you know. Some people have stupid opinions. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I mentioned the uh, boring gear reviews um, and and my at uh, Grant Baker channels, both on YouTube. Um, please do subscribe. I would love to grow both of those channels and I'm working on scheduling it so I can be more consistent with both the gear review stuff, uh, boring gear reviews. I've been very consistent putting out a video every week. And then my self-defense stuff has been less just because, you know, during the day I'm working and then it, just scheduling is tough. Um, but I'm working on being more consistent there as well. So please do subscribe. Um, I would appreciate that. Uh, like and subscribe. It does help. Um, you know, if once I on my business channel, the um, at Graham Baker, um, I have plenty of views. So to monetize your YouTube channel, you need a couple of things. You need 4,000 watch hours in a year. And I think this year I have like 50,000. Um, and then you need 1,000 subscribers. Um, I don't have 1,000 subscribers. I have the watch hours, but I don't have the subscri uh, subscribers, the subscription base. So I'm, I'm a ways away. And I, your subscription would actually help me a lot and uh, allow me to um, produce... Or, or generate another uh, revenue stream for the work I do. 
I would really appreciate that. And uh, Boring Gear Reviews, super fun. I had no idea how much fun I would have reviewing gear. So far, I've done uh, four guitar effects pedals, and I'm, I'm going to review these uh, pickups. Next, these guitar pickups. So if you're into guitar stuff, uh, please subscribe. And if you're not, uh, just support your boy because, uh, you know, we're cool like that. You, now you're part of the team. If, if you subscribe, you're part of the team. If you don't subscribe, you're just like an onlooker. You're, you're okay, but like you're not that cool. But if you subscribe to my YouTube channels and you rate and review the Bombcast, man, then you're like an honorary member of the team. Not like an official member because, again, that's just BNI. But like an honorary member. You can make your own badge. I'm not going to make one for you. You can make one. I don't have anything else to talk about. What else have I? Oh, I started watching Wednesday. Have you guys started watching Wednesday? So I'm only two episodes in. Uh, I fell asleep through one, not because anything was wrong with it. I was just very tired. But the so I'll, I'll talk about the first one. Let me say this. I love the Adams family. I grew up on the original TV show and uh, the cartoon as well. I was a little bit older, but I, I enjoy the cartoon as well. And those first two Adams Family movies, the Barry Sonnenfeld. Is it Barry Sonnenfeld? I think it is. Um, I love the Adams Family so much, you know, especially the original show. So whenever Adams Family stuff comes out, I'm excited. I want to see it. And there's been two animated movies. And uh, the first one in particular, I, I really enjoyed. But there, I had an issue with the first one. And I have the same issue with this Wednesday show where they make Wednesday this angsty teen who is like against her family. They always come together in the end, of course, but like she's battling with her parents and like she wants to leave. They did it in the animated movies that just came out and then they're doing it in this Wednesday show. It's the exact same thing. And I don't know how you guys feel. For me, part of my love for the Adams family was how close-knit they were that it was them against everybody else that everybody else was weird and super straight laced and not accepting and they were all together and these new iterations of the Adams and, and the movies were like that too they were all like you know the family was together obviously you know the Fester and Gomez had their thing but there was a reason because of amnesia and blah 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 so these new iterations of the Adams family with Wednesday they constantly make her this angsty teen who doesn't want to be around her family. And I understand that that's a thing people go through, girls go through, boys go through around that age. Um, but it doesn't need to be every story like that. And for me, it, it just, it's a bummer. It's like, I, that is, that takes me out of what the, the main thing I love so much about the Adam family, aside from just like the Gothic aesthetic. Uh, so in this show, she's at a high school, she's going to high school these jock bullies fuck with her brother Pugsley. They like shove him in a locker and they're like on the swim team or whatever. So later she finds them. And this is like the first scene in the show. She finds them during swim practice and she dumps a bunch of piranhas in the tank. And the piranhas fuck up the boys. You find out one, like one of the, the big bully loses like a ball or something, a testicle. Um, I clarified that it was testicle, not because I have any problem calling them balls. But just so you didn't think that it was like a water polo ball. I don't even know if you use balls in water polo. Anyway, that bully got his nut eaten by a piranha. So she gets kicked out of the school and has to go to like this 
other school, which apparently her parents went to, that's like a school for spooky monster kids, which I fucking hate. Don't get me wrong. I would love to see a show about like uh, like a Harry Potter, but with like monster kids. Yeah, great. But not in the Adams family. Again, they're misunderstanding the entire premise of the show that the Adams family are the weird ones and everybody else is square and normal. And they some of them learn to accept and some of them don't. But in this show, they're saying, no, no, no. There's a bunch of kids like this. There's like uh, werewolf kids and vampire kids. And uh, yeah, it's just it's it really I hate it. <laughs> I don't hate the show. I just I hate that conceptually. I hate that. Um, I don't know if I hate it. I don't like it. And uh, damn it, there's something else. I, I just lost my train of thought. Um, oh, yeah. So I would it, for me, it would have been more fun to watch them in like a straight high school trying to navigate through a high school and like having friends and just doing that but whatever so she goes to this school that apparently her parents went to it's like well why wouldn't that be the first choice whatever um and now she's trying to fit in and then you know she uncovers like the mystery that she has to solve and that stuff is fine and you know jenna ortega who plays wednesday is great she's perfectly cast she's wonderful Christina Ricci is in this as well. The original Wednesday. Well, not the original. The 90s Wednesday. Um, and her parents, Morticia is played by Catherine Zeta-Jones. And Gomez is played by Luis Guzman. <laughs> Just like, what? I'm okay with, you know, because in the original show, Gomez was not super handsome. Very charming, but not super handsome. And then obviously in the 90s, Raul Julia, super handsome and super charming. And then in these new animated movies, uh, Gomez is kind of bumbling and super ugly. So Luis Guzman, in other things, he's fine. But as Gomez, he's not an attractive man. Okay, it's like, sorry, no disrespect to Luis Guzman. Um, He's just he's not attractive for this part. And I don't find him to be compelling as Gomez because I don't I don't find him particularly charismatic or he doesn't draw me in there's nothing like he's not magnetic and gomez has always been magnetic so it's super huge miscast like really big mistake with him and then you'd think like oh morticia adams she's like gorgeous and tall and strong and um there's a depth to her and like a a assertive calm nature so Catherine zeta jones could do that but it just doesn't work, man. She's not right. She's gorgeous. Yes, she's gorgeous. Um, but it's just, it. she's just not right. It's not the right casting. And the way they interact with each other, you know, between, when you watch the original show and you see Gomez kissing on Morticia, you're like, great, because she's so hot. And, uh, you know, he, he was a fine enough looking guy. And then when you watch Raul Julia and, uh, um, oh my God, what's her name? Angela. Oh, shoot. She was in The Witches also. What's her name? I'm going to look it up. Um, and, uh, Angelica Houston, right? Is that right? Let me look it up.
Yes, Angelica Houston. Um, super hot too. So when you're watching them, you're like, yeah, this is great. Um, you know, for, for me, my favorite Morticia is definitely Carolyn Jones. Um, or Carolyn, Caroline, Carolyn. Carolyn Jones. I think it's Carolyn Jones. Um, from the original 60s show. She's like my forever gothic wife. I love her so much. And then, um, you know, I forgot what I was saying again. <laughs> Whatever. So anyway, it, they're a huge miscast. It, you don't want to see them. Oh, that's what it was. So you don't want to see Luis Guzman uh, almost fuck Catherine Zeta-Jones, right? Like if, if you're going through a list of all the people, uh, actors or celebrities randomly that you would want to see fuck and it got paired up with Luis. If you had spun the bottle, you were spinning the bottle, you had to pick two, right? And like you spun the bottle twice and it was like... Uh, <laughs> Catherine Zeta-Jones and Luis Guzman, you would always let me spin one of those again, at least one. <laughs> and nobody wants to watch Luis Guzman fuck. Come on, so it's it's a miscast, man. He's just, and and I don't particularly like him as Gomez anyway, despite his looks. He's just, he's just not compelling to me. Um, he he is a supporting character, and he is supporting in this too. But like he's playing a big role. They're not in it very much, but still. And then yeah, Catherine, it just doesn't work. Um, so. Jenna Ortega is great as Wednesday. Perfect, perfect cast. She's wonderful. But, um, you know, the the stuff that's going on in the school is just kind of, eh, I don't know, man. It's a bummer. It's a bummer. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep watching. Everybody likes it. Um, I'll give it a shot. I'll have to say, like, so far, it's directed by Tim Burton. At least that first one was. And it's some of the better Tim Burton directing I've seen in a long time. Because uh, I haven't been a fan of his directing in a very very long time so yeah we'll see how that goes i'll keep watching and we'll see what happens uh i can't i don't know if anything else is jumping out at me um hmm. i can't think of anything how was your guys thanksgiving mine was all right i went to my mom's and it was just my mom myself and a few of her friends and it was good. I uh, we started early, and then I got out of there before any like superheated debates started. I almost got sucked in on a tear. Somebody had mentioned like I don't know why they always make the royal family out to be so bad in like you know modern like TV shows and news. And I was like because they fucking are. And, then, and I started getting really intense about it like right away. It it really triggered me. And I was like you know they one of the founders of fucking colonialism and i mean not the obviously it existed before them but they like the british were like yay <laughs> colonialism and white supremacy like they were big obviously the dutch too with the eastern trading company but like still and uh so i had a, i literally as i was saying it i stopped i was like you know what forget it i just didn't want you know what's the point right that's the attitude you want um and then so everything was good and then i was home by like eight so tired man that drive home, my mom is like an hour away from me. So it was uh, it was a dicey drive getting home. But I hope everybody else's was nice. It is that holiday season, that feeling of like, not just, you know, obviously if you have a lot of people around you for the holidays and you feel like that kind of warmth and love, that's wonderful. Um you know, a lot of times when people get sad around the holidays, it's because they don't have that. And I, I feel that too. I'm, I'm very much an isolated person. Like out, outside of my son, I don't really interact with people. And, you know, 
so that you know I do definitely experience feelings of loneliness and um, isolation. But um, I think more than that, there's like a feeling of time running out. And partly it's because you know I'm getting older. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to be 40 on Saturday, and I don't care. Like that doesn't bother me at all. I have no problem with that. But it is just like, oh shit! Like time is really pushing forward, and it's amplified by you know my son is seven, so it's this odd where I'm I'm watching him and I'm attached to his growth and he's and his progress and um experiencing that time of my life again through him, but also being stretched so far in the other direction where all of that is behind me and the stuff that's ahead of me is kind of amorphous and it's all based on like pressure and being able to provide and produce. And obviously I'm moving closer to my ultimate demise. So there's this feeling of like, as the holiday season starts, that time is speeding up. And I think that's the thing that uh, kind of resonates more with me. So as it, when I'm sitting and meditating and I'm trying to process all you know feelings I'm having and trying to see where they're coming from, those are the things I'm thinking about. It's like, okay, this is why I'm feeling like this. The stress is coming from this aspect. There are certain aspects of my career or personal life that like I would like to have happen now, but it's not happening right now because I'm, you know, I'm building towards things. So then you feel like, well, as time accelerates, will I be able to do those things? Is it, you know, all all that's really kind of uh, thick, yucky feelings. Um, but that's the good stuff. You got to, you have to look at that. You have to deal with it. Um, I guess you don't have to. You should. There's ultimate reward there, even though it's uh, unpleasant. There's usually rewarding things on the other side of unpleasantness if you uh, have a plan and your wits about you. Um, what else? I hope you guys are entertained by these solo podcasts. And also, if you go back, I mentioned this last time I did a solo one. If you go back and listen to my old podcast, Porb, P-O-R-B, um, it was always just me. But I think you get a really good, aside from just hearing information that I'm talking about with personal life or whatever, um, it's a <laughs> very clear representation of the way my mind works. Just jumping from <laughs> one thing to another there is like a thread that connects them for me. Like there is connected tissue between all these thoughts. But um, yeah, this is why I'm a guy who uh, keeps starting YouTube channels and podcasts and, <laughs> and builds wood furniture and tries to learn sculpting and, uh, and, 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 and I'm, I want to, I just, I've been trying to learn, teach myself Unreal Engine. And I've recently switched over from Adobe Premiere Pro to DaVinci Resolve. Any uh, video editors out there, if you haven't switched from Adobe Premiere to DaVinci, you should. Premiere, uh, as you know, like it does some things well and it works, but it's a fucking nightmare. It's slow and tedious and so it crashes, you know, all over the place. DaVinci is amazing. It's fast and nimble and it does everything. You don't have to constantly switch between Premiere and After Effects to get things done. You can do so, you can still use After Effects, but in DaVinci, you can do almost everything you need, including effects. Um, it's amazing. DaVinci is the shit. And 
you know, like export time on Premiere Pro, let's say you're exporting, exporting like a 15 minute video at, you know, 4K. That takes hours. And I have a, a strong computer. That takes hours, 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 hours on Premiere. And it bogs your computer down. If you want to do other stuff on your computer while it's exporting, good luck. I mean, you can. It's just, it's a slog. With DaVinci, the same 4K 15 minute video, minutes, like seven minutes, eight minutes. And, and your computer, and your computer is free to do other things. It's rad. So it's like when I would export things in Premiere, I could never get the settings right to look good, uh, to look, you know, as good as I wanted. And then, excuse me. And then, um, it, if I noticed a mistake or something I wanted to correct after I exported it, now I was like, fuck, I got to devote another six hours, you know, four to six hours to let this thing render again. And in DaVinci, I've uploaded things like with these gear review videos. I uploaded a video and I watched it on YouTube before it was released. And I watched it and I was like, ah, oh, fuck, the color's wrong. Or, you know, I need to check, fix the grading or there's an editing thing I want to change or add. And then 10 minutes later, I have a new video up. It's amazing. DaVinci is the shit. If you haven't switched, you should. Um, so teaching myself DaVinci, getting pretty good or getting better, at least for what I need. And then I really want to start teaching myself Unreal five um i have it it's free by the way you can just get it um but i was like yeah i want to teach myself unreal so hopefully start that anyway that's the way my mind works i gotta go pick up my son uh <laughs> i know this was a weird one and scattered but uh, i appreciate you guys coming and listening um please like and subscribe why do i keep saying um i gotta curb that please like and subscribe or no please rate and review on itunes or wherever or Spotify or I don't know how Spotify works or wherever you're listening to podcasts and share. If you're on Twitter, we are on Twitter as well at Bombcast Podcast. Uh, and uh, 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 follow me on or subscribe to me on YouTube at Graham Baker and at Boring Gear Reviews. If you're interested in checking out my music, you can too. I'm Gray House, G R E Y H O U S E, Gray House on Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music, all the places, I, I, even on YouTube as well. There is another gray house from a while ago that's like a Euro or Afro kind of electro pop thing. I'm not that one. Uh, and that'll do it. All right, guys. Peace. Bombcast.